Maybe like, when I'm awake right now. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. I was um I honestly was sleep this morning too. You know what got me up though? Y'all wanna know what got me up? Mm. My daughters. I, I was just about to say, probably beautiful daughters. They they probably just came in there, Dad, wake up. I'm hungry or something like that. that that'll do it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. My two-year-old got up and she wanted to play the puzzles. So that's I what guess, got me up. The puzzles. Like, like I was saying, like, I guess I knew what you was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, she, she, uh, she got a puzzle of, like animals, dinosaurs and stuff. And then she got this American puzzle too, like the like United States. And so yeah. they love to put that together because it's a big puzzle. And so, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's important while I'm over here, guys, to still keep them in tune with where they're from, where they were born. Of course. Et cetera, et cetera. You know? And it's great to, it'll be better for them later on, like just to be more diverse and everything, whether it's just multiple countries and multiple languages and everything, because it just opens so many more opportunities up. It does. It does. It really broadens their horizon. This is factual. Yep. Yeah. How you doing, Mr. Jones? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Good morning, guys. Going on in. Morning, bro. Morning. How you guys week been? What y'all been up to? <laughs> Work. <laughs> Same here. Work, school, theology. Family, pretty yeah. much nothing different. That trucking started to take a toll on me. <laughs> <laughs> same, same here on the other side. Man, yeah, you deal with flatbeds, right? Mm-hmm. I may have to come and learn something. <laughs> All means. All means. Now, this is a um. Maybe not the most educated question, but what is a flatbed? It is a semi-trailer without the box. So it's oh. pretty much so, just the, the bottom part. Yeah, so you see like, you know, beans or lumber or anything like that on a truck. Coils. That's, that's a, that's, that's a flatbed. Oh, yeah. gotcha. So if you can see the freight... Even though it's probably tarped, if you can see yeah. the freight, most likely it's a flatbed or uh, a step flatbed. deck, and yeah. yeah. Ah. cool. It's not like there's a lot of money in that flatbed. Definitely is, but the way the market is right now, everybody losing. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Luckily, I got a pretty cush situation yeah. I'm in where I'm just running for. The company refresco which does a lot of like they manufacture like a lot of the uh sam's cola and stuff like that i got a mm. dedicated route with them no nah, i was just about to ask like, just dedicated this stuff it's not dedicated per se but their majority of what the freight is that i run personally so it's always plentiful yeah we normally get anywhere from 14 to 25 loads from them a week and I run anywhere from one and a half to two a day, Monday through Friday, and then I'm home. Nice. Uh, e-log? 
Yeah, we're on Qualcomm's right now, but we're switching over to the Isaac system. Okay. So within the next year or two, we'll probably switch over to the uh, Isaacs. They're just cycling them out with the new trucks we're get, getting. Nice. We were on Qualcomm. We got on a Geotab. I think we're going to go to the Sam Sarah. So. Yeah. Qualcomm's not bad. I mean, it has its issues when Qualcomm freezes up and glitches out and everything, but... Okay. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Anywhere from one and a half. I'm ready to. Yeah, in regards to uh, flatbeds, definitely seemed like uh, it's a lot of money in that. And kind of remind me, my dad was a truck driver, y'all. That's how we, like, got took care of, like, our huge family. My dad mm -hmm. was a truck driver. And he drove trucks first, like you, Jonathan, like, across the country. Then once he had us, he became local. He worked oh, yeah. for a company called Overnight. Oh, I yeah. did not know that. That's, yeah. that's dope, though. And he drove trucks overnight. Okay. <laughs> that's the name. <laughs> overnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. That's how he took care of us, man. So, yeah. Shout out to my pops. Actually, um, I'm going to see him, guys, in uh, August. Well, me and the family are going to see him. Yeah. <laughs> You guys don't know if he's down in uh, Alabama, right near Atlanta. Okay, yeah. so over there near uh, over there near Columbus and it, everything in Georgia. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's in Lynette, and okay. um, it's literally like how Maryville guys is to Chicago. That same driving distance, like an hour fifteen, yep. hour and a half outside of downtown. So yeah, so yes. But he stays in Alabama because it's a lot cheaper than standing short. Man, that's an understatement. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, good morning, good morning, world. Good morning to you all. And welcome to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Uh, we thank you all for tuning in with us this morning as we conversate about the latest sports topics that has taken place this week. Uh, yes, we are back like a shark attack, back like we ain't got no clothes on our back. And for the world, is a better place when the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast is taking place. And so we thank you all for tuning in with us this morning. Uh, we always like to remind our viewers on how you can find us or how you can watch our videos, etc. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the Early Morning Sports Talk pod. Again, P-O-D. Again, at the Early Morning Sports Talk pod. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts or any place where you can find your podcast, uh, we just are the Early Morning Sports Talk Podcast. So uh, we thank you all in advance for following us, and we thank you all in advance for chopping it up with us. Uh, so, yes, uh, this week we have had an interesting week of sports that has taken place, um, primarily the NBA playoffs. And so we saw with the Lakers and Warriors series, uh, Anthony Davis put up a huge, huge uh, game one. Then game two, he became anemic. But meanwhile, the Warriors blew out the Lakers, um, and they evened the series, and they continue to do what they do, which is shoot the ball very hot from the three. Uh, we saw last night the Phoenix Suns um, make the series 2-1, begin to make it interesting. Denver took two in Denver. Phoenix took one last night. The New York Knicks, Miami Heat, a uh, series that's kind of been plagued by injuries. Um, game one, Randall out. Game two, Butler out. Um, meanwhile, the Knicks took care of the Heat in game two. Um, and the Heat actually put up a pretty good fight without Jimmy Butler. And then lastly, the Sixers and the Celtics. Uh, last night, Jason Tatum um, sent the message um, at the full game two, um, in which in game one, uh, Tyrese Maxey took over as well as James Harden. And so James Harden has been uh, very cold since then. And uh, last night, Jason Tatum and the Celtics ruined the MVP uh, celebration for um, the current NBA MVP, Joel Embiid. And so with that being said, thank you all for tuning in with us this morning. Uh, we'd like to welcome our brother, Mr. Jonathan Abernathy, uh, who is rocking with us uh, as usual throughout the NBA playoffs. And so... Mr. Abernathy, Mr. Jonathan, good morning, my brother. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you fellas doing? Pretty yeah, good, pretty man. Good. Yeah. No complaints, bro. Yes, sir. And introducing my brother from another mother, Mr. Jamar Goodman. Good morning, my brother. How are you? Man, I'm hanging in there. How y'all doing, fellas? Pretty good. Hey, man, good. We're good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Mr. Ann Jones, a.k.a. People's Hernandez, a.k.a. Rod Tidwell, a.k.a. Morgan Park Mustang wide receiver, aka my boy, Dan Jones, my bro. What it do? Pretty good, pretty good, man. Ready to get this playoff basketball discussion started. Hey, yes, hey, sir, man. Hey, real quick, was, was you people Hernandez yesterday? Definitely people Hernandez yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it just, you never know if you change at any moment. <laughs> So, yeah. And so, yeah, with that being said, fellas, let's get right into the conversation. And so let's start with this Lakers and Warriors series. And so, Jamar, you know how I go. And Jonathan, you follow up. And so, Jamar, just your thoughts on this series. And we actually need to make our picks for this series because we never made our picks last week because we had game seven for Sacramento last Sunday. Um, yep. So with that being said, we uh, need to talk about this series, and we need to make our picks, too. And so, Jamar, bro, thus far, what are your thoughts on this series? Um, and who you got for this series? So, my initial thought is the Lakers go as far as Anthony Davis goes. But that's pretty much been yeah. the whole narrative throughout the whole season, right? Like, right. you know, LeBron's going to be LeBron, but LeBron's not LeBron from, you know, a couple of years ago. This is mainly Anthony Davis time. This is this this show goes as far as Anthony Davis go. And mm -hmm. and I kid you not, like me watching KJ and M yesterday and I saw that graphic. What they said, I, I was dying laughing where 
<laughs> basically his point's been up and down every game this postseason. So I expect him to have a, a whole bunch of points in game three. But the mm-hmm. fact that that his points is looking like a a, a heartbeat out here that that's 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 pretty bad. Like you, you're supposed to be this guy talking about you know you're you you gonna have your number retired in the Raptors one day in in L.A. and all this other stuff. And yeah, you are you know a sensational talent. And you've been like that since you got in the league, but it's to the point to where, like, bro, if you gonna like really be that guy, like somewhat similar to what you was in the bubble, like. And for the, for the Lakers to win this year, you're gonna have to play like like that 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 points and everything else gonna have to be like a flat line at the top. Like you just gonna have to come out here and ball every game. There's no way that you should be looking like a Hall of Fame player one game, and, and what Jay Williams say look like a like a Javale McGee the next game. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no shade to Javale McGee. Maybe the young Javale McGee when he was out here doing Shaq and the Fool moments, but. But yeah, there, there, there's no way, man. So, I guess it pertains to this series. Um, yeah, the Lakers only have a chance if Anthony Davis comes out and ball. Other than that, I feel like the Warriors are going to do their thing. Because even though the Warriors won Game One, I, I feel like based on how that game went, and it came down to to that terrible shot by Pooh. Like outside of that, I feel like the Warriors are probably the more consistent team, the more poised team, the team that's been there before, obviously, and the one that's probably going to end up winning the series. I got the Warriors. Probably got them in seven because I think the Lakers are going to put up a fight here. I feel like the next two are going to be a split, and then we got a best of three, and I feel like, you know, at that point, defend home court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And your thoughts, bro? Um. Yeah, I agree with Jamar. Uh, the Lakers only go as far as Anthony Davis takes them. Like you said, you can't have a – we have 30 points and, what, 23 rebounds the first game? He had, what, he had, he had 21 and 11 in the first half. He was he was balling. But then he come back the next game, and he's pretty much non-existent. And, you know, even I, – I wouldn't even say just him. Looking – watching game two and looking at just the whole team's energy, it felt like – they were content because they got because they won game one. I was mm-hmm. like, they probably maybe except LeBron because LeBron he came out scoring, he came out aggressive. He was yeah, but twenty in the first half. So I felt like maybe him and uh, I can't never say his name right, so I just called him Harachi and went off the bed. <laughs> uh, Rui Hachimura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he came. Yeah. I mean, look too. They came. They came to play, and it seemed like everybody else was just. We're just watching, including AD. Right. I mean, if they gonna have a chance to win a championship or even get past the Warriors, it's not gonna happen like that. So um, I expect right. for them to come out and play, you know, a whole lot better this next game. But <clears throat> that that that's just not gonna get it done, especially you know if Clay if Clay gonna continue to shoot like that. Nah, they'll get blew out every game. Right, right. Um, and so, fellas, though. It seemed like we we know about AD, y'all. Let's talk about some of the others, though, fellas. And Jonathan, you can jump in, of course, and Jamar. But, like, Austin Reeves, as example, Jonathan, he ain't done nothing this series. He look like a deer lost in headlights. He not even scoring, okay? He just out there, and Clay Thompson is murdering, murdering him. 
So I told I told somebody as I told somebody as well um, for the Lakers to even have a shot in this series. Um, you know, Anthony Davis and LeBron James gonna have to ball. You know, saying regardless, but I also said we can't have games from D'Lo, but D'Lo is two for 14, three for oh. 13. Uh, right. you know, you're gonna need Austin Reeves to score his his 12 to 15. You know, he contribute on defense and throw a little assist here. Dennis Schroeder, you know, those guys they got to step up. You know, they got to mm-hmm. score. If they're not gonna score, then and that first game they won, you know, D'Lo had 17. Uh, I think Schroeder Austin Reeves, had about, yeah, I think Austin Reeves had around 15. You know, they then you get third, then you get 30 and 23 from 80. Then LeBron, he had 20. It don't even seem like he had 20 points, but he had 20 points. He had 11 rebounds. You know, they're going to have to have those type of games. We can't have the games like last game where you got, or, you know, one of them games, D'Lo, he, he out there two for 11. Austin Reeves, two for seven. Yeah, LeBron got 30. They don't mean nothing because we getting blew up and nobody else scoring. You know, Harachi mm-hmm. off the bench, he got 17. And he efficient 17, but they don't mean nothing. If Clay got 30, from eight threes, and then Steph got twenty. Then that now they got Jermichael Green. Now he now he's scoring. So it's like they're not gonna win. They're not gonna win like that. Let Everybody me. has to contribute and score and play defense. Actually, I mean, just think about it though. Like the Warriors. Like I feel like so how the Warriors style it, it kind of like you know. Especially from a few years ago when they first did it, it, it kind of like put the league on notice. Like this is a style of play that's actually can actually you know win championships, and you have two of the greatest shooters to ever do it, and it's more so how they do it. Like all the off-ball movement and the screens and the energy that it takes. I think outside of Schroeder, I don't think anybody else between Reeves and and uh, Russell and even Vanderbilt to a certain degree has the motor to keep up with these guys throughout the whole entirety of the game. Cause at some point, like maybe that the fact that they spend all that energy on defense, um, you know, probably too tired to shoot on offense. Maybe they not, you know, able to get the lift on their shots that they, <laughs> that they need to. And the fact that the Warriors, you know, for the most part, actually is a pretty good defensive team as well when they want to play. I mean, it, mm-hmm. they probably not getting the same looks they were probably getting in the Memphis series. I don't think the Warriors going to be as rattled as Memphis. And, you know, Memphis had a lot going on internally. That's why, you know, great value IC not going to be on that team no more next year. So. <laughs> not great value IC. That, that is definitely great, great value, value IC. That is definitely great value I'm not, IC. I am not going to unsee it now. <laughs> that man is a stunt double for Ice T and Law and Order. <laughs> I'm not going to unsee it, man. That's great. Man. But. It's just the little things that the Warriors do. Clay was in clay form in game two. Just yeah. the mm-hmm. just the ability to catch and suit to get himself open. Just the little – it's the little things that, that I see. I, when I watch the Warriors, I'm watching a lot more on, off-ball stuff than I am watching on-ball just because of how they move and flow. And it just seems so fluent. It, it's, it's crazy. And a lot of energy because when I used to play ball, I, I used to be the one running around and I used to tire people out. At, at a certain point where by the time I, I get the ball, they they on the other side of the court and I'm shooting wide open. So just mm-hmm. to constantly see that, it's just like, man, and they doing it for a full 48. So it's like, 
that's if you don't have the motor, the 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 mindset, the energy to continue to do that and still try to put up buckets of offense, it's going to be very, very difficult. That's why it's very important for the Lakers to control the pace of the series. They cannot play at the same pace as the Warriors. They just cannot. This is you factual. cannot outshoot that team. You have to play pick and roll with, yep. with Anthony Davis. You, and then slow the game down. And then at that point, the ability of AD or whenever he wants to play to actually draw double teams and stuff like that. That's how they're going to have to play. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right. Uh, man, you guys are, are dead on. Like, with this Lakers and Warriors series, you mentioned the pace, bro. You Who 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 do we know can beat the Warriors outside of the Kings? Kings gave them a run at their pace. They gave them a run at their pace. But the Kings are young. Lakers, y'all ain't young. So, like, you trying to play them at their pace, it's just like a track, but you're going to get burned. You're going to get burned, like, bad. And so the pace, Jamar, you dead on with that, bro, the pace. But that starts with Anthony Davis. My biggest problem with AD Jonathan is this, bro. It's like one day he come out dominate and you reminded that he one of the best in the world. And then another day he come out and he just like, I'm taking a day off. Yeah. Like I'm that nigga that much to where I can just take a day off. Yeah, like, like, uh, like Jay Williams – to add on to what Jamar was talking about. I mean, Jay Williams said it best. Like you've got a, you've got a guy whose ceiling is equal to Jokic and, and beat, if not better. Yeah. And then the next day you've got JaVale McGee. <laughs> like right. that, that's the reality of it. And, yeah. you know, you kind of said it when you said one day he comes out and he's just balling and then he takes the next day off. This is the oh, playoffs. Man. You don't get to take it off. Nope. I mean, you've got Giannis, who might have just completely messed up his back altogether for the series. You've got him back out there later in the game, if not the next game. Like, you've got him trying to at least push his team because he knows what he means to that team. And I don't think Anthony Davis is actually ready to accept what he is to that team or what mm-hmm. he can be to the team. So mm-hmm. in that situation, I'm, I'm starting to believe he's got that same mindset as Ben Simmons. I mean, everybody wanted Ben Simmons to be the guy. Everybody wants Kawhi to be the guy, but they don't step up for it. Kawhi stepped up for Toronto, yes, but what's he what's he done with the Clippers other than get injured consistently? And yeah, AD helped him in the bubble get the ring and everything, but at the same aspect, now I'm just starting to put AD on the same level as Kawhi. Or Kyrie. You can even put Kyrie yeah. in that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not about this series strictly depends on AD. And I don't even think that's going to matter. I don't see the series going seven. I'm going to take the Warriors in this one in five, if not six. And you know, I can see that, Jonathan, because the Warriors, once they kind of like come out in their series. I think also maybe I'm just curious, Sandy Jamar, what you guys think? Do you think the Warriors were kind of tired from that Sacramento series? And so they yeah. kind of came out just like, you know, trying to get their feet under them. Like Steph Curry, he didn't even he didn't do nothing neither one of these games. He haven't even showed up yet. He's just been kind of on the court, if that makes sense. 
He showed up in the first quarter a little bit in game one. But outside of that, Steph Curry hasn't done much of anything. It's been Klay Thompson. It's been Andrew Wiggins. It's been Kevon Looney. Steph Curry, he hasn't even done nothing yet. I so think what the if Warriors... Steph Curry starts to do something? What, what, well, he, what played, is he, he played he more as a, him. He played more as a floor general in game two. You know, I think I think the adjustment was at the end of game one and probably game two, they was going to make Steph be more of a, uh, a floor general. He's going to play more as a point guard rather than him more, say, but, running around. Right, but, and my whole point is this, bro. Steph Curry haven't even done that yet. I mean, as in he hasn't, like, got off for like X amount of points yet. Yeah, and he's just waiting, I think. Like, he's just, like you say, he being a floor general because he kind of just, that's what he's doing. But when it comes down to it, we know Steph going to show up when it comes down to it. It's just, you know, game one, He I think he kind of pumped the brakes because he had 50 points. He was kind of tired from game seven, quick turnaround. And game two, he became a floor general. But uh, my point is that he haven't even done that yet. Man. So w- once he started to do something, then the Lakers really in trouble. Because right now, it's really just play going on. I think the Warriors pulled a Golden State, uh, pulled the Anthony Davis for game one. It just took the day off to more so see what their game plan was going to be. And I mean, they're already looking forward to the next series. Do you think the Warriors are? I, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think coaching is probably one of the more like underrated things in this series. Because as you know, Steve Kerr is known to make adjustments, mm-hmm. even on the fly. I don't know if Darvin Ham is capable to keep up with that coaching because I feel like that's going to be a, a key deciding factor in the series, or more so how long the series will last, outside of the things that we just talked about previously. Um, as far as Steph Curry, I mean, it, it kind of reminded me of the, the earlier Warrior teams to where they was double-teaming Steph Curry, you know, if Andre Iguodala was out there, you know, you know, find a guy in the middle of the of the, of the key, and then whoever collapsed there, find somebody at the three. It, it's it's just basically they've been there before. Once they made that adjustment, it was like, oh, what do you know? Curry got twelve assists to go along with his twenty points. You know, Draymond Green out here almost went from a triple single to a triple double. So I mean, like these guys, they just made adjustments and you know playing better. And then the fact that Looney is out here regardless of who he has next to him, he knows the assignment. Get all the rebounds he can. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, I feel like with AD, like once they started checking him and they started putting hands on him, got physical with him, it's like, I don't know, he just kind of backed off. Um, man, is it, I'm not trying to ask this, but is AD soft a little bit? I mean, this ain't the first time that this narrative has come around. A little bit? <laughs> not. I mean, that was the narrative <laughs> in, in New Orleans. What you mean? Yep. Right. Right. I mean, Jamar, you have posted on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast page that Anthony Davis got injured. <laughs> when he got dunked on? He did. <laughs> He did. <laughs> Darren Jackson Jr. tip dunked on him. He landed up on the ground. He didn't even play the next game. I mean, 
and, and if and if Anthony Davis was in college right now, his NIL deal would be with Charmin. I mean, it'd be perfect. Uh, not Charmin. <laughs> the one ply too. <laughs> oh man, man, this is um. I know it sounds a little crazy, but like, I mean, it's it's kind of like a real question though, because like. Draymond Green started getting physical with him, stopped putting his hand on him, things of that nature. Got a little physical with him, and it's just like AD kind of just backed off. Like, I don't really want none of that smoke. I don't really want to get touched. I just want to, like, you know, AD. But he's so talented, Jonathan. It's like, and Jamar, he's so talented. Yeah, but he's he's seen what Draymond did to Jordan Poole, so I don't (laughs) think he wants that same response. (laughs) Oh, Right, I, but 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 he's so talented. Like he can still kill you from the outside too. Like even you know, and he could still go deeper to the basket too. Like he playing around a free throw line the whole game, maybe trying to play the pick and roll. He can literally go inside and impose his will there deeper, or he can shoot the three. He ain't tried neither one of those games. Let me. I mean, serious question. I'm 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 serious when I say this. Like. But what's the point of having all that talent if you're not going to be available half the time or consistent half the time? Like, what's the point? Mm. I mean, I mean that's true. Man, this this hurts my heart because Anthony Davis, that's Chicago, he's Chicago dude. Well, he's like a I'm pinch hitter in baseball. We also have to look at it from this side. AD's always been a defensive player, and now we're expecting him to come out and drop thirty points every game, like. I mean, we've seen it possible from him, but in reality, he's always been a defensive player. Yeah. But at the same time, he's always averaged over like 20 to 25 a game. Yeah, like at the, you're right. But it's not like we like expect him to do anything that he can't do. Right. It's like we're yeah. not expecting Kevon Looney to, you know, give me three point three 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 pointers a game type deal. We expect Anthony Davis to do everything within his skill set. Yeah. And he can't right. do it consistently enough. Just like we talk about Kawhi Leonard, like more so when he's on the court, like he he actually plays consistently. Like that's one thing. Like mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, like you, you can arguably say that Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard, you know, they, they miss a lot of time, but at least when Kawhi Leonard's on the court, he's playing because like his level of play is high at all times. As in Anthony Davis, like there's no way I'm letting Draymond Green, who's six, 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 seven, like push me around and I'm like seven feet. Like there's no way. Yeah. Average right. twenty four points a game. Average twenty four points and ten rebounds a game for his career. Where you That's at, AD? Right. Where are you? That's a good question, Jamar. Where the hell are you at, Andy Davis? Like showed up game one, didn't do none game two. You got home court tonight. This a big game for y'all. Y'all lose game three. Y'all going early. Y'all going home early, just like y'all stated. This is a big game. Anthony Davis, yeah, we know you don't want to get hurt, et cetera. You, this is still in his mind, right, fellas? Possibly he get hurt. But you got to show up. If your team wants to win that series, you got to be that dude. I ain't never, y'all, really in my life, I'm, I'm being honest here, really has seen a series where it depends so much tomorrow on one player and how he plays. This is like one of those series where I literally think in my head, like it really, because he controls Golden State. He, if he plays, 
he can play Tetris with them. But if he don't, go to state, track me right down the corner. But the last thing I'll say is just just a reminder, like Anthony Davis played phenomenal in game one, and yet the Warriors, you know, just lost by a couple of points. So it's like right. Like AD has to play like A plus basketball at all times for them to even have a sniff of a chance, I feel like, in the series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The question is, is can he? Question is, can he keep it up? Question is, is can he keep it up? And so Come on, Aranda. And so, yes, um, we'll see um, what happens with this series. Come on, Marcus. Can I, you? I, know he's I don't, a Lakers I don't think Ian chose who he's got in how many games, though. Mm. Nor you, Mr. Price. Mm. Ian, go ahead. Um, I don't think the Lakers – if the Lakers win this series, I will be very – Shot. That means they play four games of absolute perfect basketball almost against the Warriors. So I would say, in my opinion, I would say the Warriors and I would say six. Warriors and six. Yeah. I want to go with the Lakers. <laughs> <Y'all> know. <laughs> we know. And they and they might and they might and they might surprise me. It might make me look like a fool, but I I, I think I got the Warriors in six. I ne- I never thought there's gonna be the uh, I don't think there's gonna be the Warriors anyway. Yeah, um, I want to see the Lakers win, but me being realistic, I got the Warriors in seven. Might even go six. So got the Warriors. They're the better team. They they just got more to work with. All right, fellas, let's talk about this Nuggets Sun series. Um, Warriors um, have bounced back, and excuse me, the Suns have bounced back. And so it's 2 1 now. They took care of business last night. Um, Nuggets up 2 1. Um, it's a series. You know, I told you guys about the Nuggets, um, but as stated, it's a series. And so the Nuggets took care of home court. Phoenix possibly could very well do so. And so, Jamar, uh, what's your thoughts from these first three games? Um, and is there something that – what are you expecting in game four in this series? Um, so, quick thoughts on this series is um, Jokic is, is playing like that guy. Okay. Um, the Nuggets go as far as this series. I feel like the Nuggets go as far as Jamal Murray. Uh, I guess his level of play to complement Jokic. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a big factor in it. Um, I feel like when Durant and Booker have the right mindset and the right aggressiveness, is like nobody can stop those two guys. And you know, that, that's that's pretty much it because I feel like a lot of other people are very non-existent, especially for the Phoenix Suns. Um, we understand that Chris Paul is out. He's going to be out probably games mm-hmm. four and five at least as well. Um, yep. DeAndre Aiden. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say the explicitive I want to say, but where are you, man? <laughs> like, where is he? my gosh. Like, this is... So, DeAndre Aiden coming out, remember when he was drafted 
you know, um, you know, he he was definitely getting, you know, comparisons to some Sism's de- decent big man in the league. And I, I I think they were comparing him to Embiid at one point, if I'm not mistaken. Embiid took offense. Um so he, I mean, he could possibly have a ceiling of a MB junior type deal, but mm-hmm. <laughs> we were talking about the level of consistency with a couple of other people here, right? We were just talking about consistency. Like Aiden's consistency is not there. And I think that's a lot to do with him not having a high motor to, to actually, you know, want to go out there and do stuff. Um, like I, I have an issue with players in general, and I, and I'm targeting Aiden right now. To where, you know, if 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 like if I'm if a player's not touching the ball, like you know, you're not engaged in the game. If I don't score that first bucket type deal, then you know I don't have the the same mentality, the same hustle to go out there and do all the extra little stuff. That's that's DeAndre Aiden all the way, 100. percent Because I believe in in game two, I remember him. He was just it was one possession I remember distinctively where. Like, I think Denver was at the basket. I think Jokic was there, like, getting all these offensive rebounds, trying to put it back in, and Aiton just standing there on the baseline, just watching the whole thing. Standing, yeah. And I think Kevin Durant or somebody else was trying to, trying to like, he's just standing there watching, and eventually, you know, Denver scores. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, why why are you here? Like, why, why, why are you here? So, so, I guess in general, man, like, this series – Definitely Denver is looking like the better team. Um, Denver is actually looking like the team that 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 was like the number one seed in the West. Like they they finally look like that team. Um, I know three of us on this panel was not believers of Denver. I mean, I say this much if they get past if they get past the Suns in, 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 in five games or something like that, then at that point I might become a believer of this Denver team. It's more so I I just want to see it, like, because it's been too many times where they have been you know, underwhelming, underachieving, not doing what they're supposed to be doing. A couple of years ago, you got the, the the fan in the stand talking about sons and four beating up other fans and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just – I just want – if I'm from Denver, just continue to be aggressive and make DeAndre Aiden look like uh, – <laughs> a light pole out there and if i'm oh, you know yeah. phoenix like you know I'm, I'm gonna have to like you know beat up aiden until he's ready to go out there and play and beat somebody else up on the other team like some gotta get um so as far as game four you know i expect the the Suns to you know continue to have the same aggression but i also expect jamal murray not to be ice cold in the fourth quarter either so if Jamal Murray actually shot the ball better in the fourth quarter, they probably end up being up three games to zero right now. So, yep. So yeah. yeah. Um, so Brandon, I give you your 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 kudos here for you know sticking with the with the Nuggets here in this series. Uh, you picked them initially. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm just it, it comes down to those other players. Like who's going to be the one to step up and actually get the job done? Because the three best players in this series. They're performing. It's just everybody else. Like, who's going to be that guy? Right. And speaking of the players that are performing, the top players to get you surely in, Booker, 47 last night. You've been killing these playoffs. He averaging about 35 in the playoffs. That was prior to yesterday's game. And so yeah. Booker been going off, you know. Um, ain't no stopping him. Um, ever since Kawhi checked out of the playoffs, Booker's been unstoppable. 
ever since Kawhi Leonard checked out of the playoffs. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's been on a tear lately. Um, on the other hand, my biggest thing was that I saw last night, fellas, and watching the game, was that Denver was up 88-85. After Phoenix was up 67-52 at the end of the first half, Denver came roaring back and was up 88-85. <clears throat> but Phoenix, this is what Phoenix do, and this is how they get you. They go on spurts real quick. Real yeah. quick, they're going to spurt, right? Right, fellas? Go on a quick run, 14-0 run. Boom, it just hit you. Damn, it was only a minute and a half. Uh-uh. You know, they kind of remind you of the Warriors, just in a different way. Um, And this is without Chris Paul. You know, this is without Chris Paul. And so I'm really interested, and I'm very uncertain with this game for because Phoenix can hit you in spurts. They're at home, but then Denver, on the other hand, you see what they can do. They can roar back. And so, like you mentioned, Jamar, Jamal Murray seems like he plays a big role. And, bro, what's your thoughts from this series? And um, how do you see game four playing out? DeAndre Aiden, DeAndre Aiden, DeAndre Aiden. Where the fuck are you? So, <laughs> so, DeAndre Aiden is soft. He, I just, I don't understand how you're that. Me personally, I don't understand how you're that big. Even Sabonis a little bit, but I'll go. I'll take it a step further. I think Sabonis is a little more tougher than DeAndre Aiden, but yeah, understand how you're that big. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. And you go under the basket. You just lay it up. No, go up with some force and dunk it. Now, he is very skilled. He can be, like you say, he can be MB. He can be a little. AD-ish, he, he can do all that. He has the talent. It's there. But, you know, sometimes he just looks like he's just out there just, you know, taking up cardio. I can't – you can't be 6'11", 7 feet and go through a game and you have eight, nine rebounds. What, what you out there for? I can go out there at 6 feet, 5'11", and get six rebounds just off the ball, just coming off the rim. You're 7 feet. Get down there, get, get some rebounds, bro. They, they need you. And I just think they don't have enough. They don't have enough on that bench because they're top-heavy. Now they lose Chris Paul for basically probably the rest of the series. I just think – so you basically putting it on two play. You basically putting this on two players. That's why Book, he has to shoot that many shots. And the, mm-hmm. that's why they shoot that many shots. So Devin Book is probably going to average damn near 40 in this, uh, this series. series. And they're not, and they're not going to win it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to win it because they simply just don't have enough. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna it's be back. Tough, to so it's gonna be back to the drawing board with Phoenix again. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yep. Jonathan, your thoughts, bro? You know, I was all for like choosing Phoenix. I thought the Slim Reapers was gonna come out, just do his <laughs> damn thing. But in all reality, man, watching these three games so far, it's just yeah, like Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are getting their points, but. The Jokic effect, man. Like, I I have been against Denver for the last three seasons. Like, I, I've seen him try and try and try and fail and fail and fail. And you know, honestly, I mean, I just think Denver's a little bit deeper than uh 
a lot deeper. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 they got a deep bench, man. They do. Phoenix's bench. And I think what we talked about in the first series with the Clippers, when it came to the bench, I think it's actually proven its point now. You know, point? Phoenix is worn out now because they're, they're starting five. They're having to go out there and push it and push and push. And they're the only ones that can really do anything. But it's just the two. And I mean, if you get even with Devin and KD dropping 30 a game, you got Jokic and uh, Jokic and Murray dropping 30 a game. I mean, then it just comes down to the bench and the role players. Mm-hmm. And right. I mean, it's starting to prove its point because they're just getting worn out. Yeah, like, yeah they won last but- night, but that can only last for so long. And teams are going to make adjustments. So I, I'm switching over and got Denver taking it in six. And if not five, I think they're just going to get worn out. I don't think they're going to be able to consistently do it because you don't really have a guy that like Chris Paul to control the pace of the game. Yeah. And so this game mm-hmm. was pivotal for the Suns, right, fellas? Mm-hmm. This seemed like this is their season right here. Oh, they definitely. lose this, it's a wrap. Yeah, most definitely. Right. Yeah. It'd be tough to lose game four at home, but then have to go back on the road, blah, 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 et cetera. That'd be a lot. That'd when be a whole, whole lose lot. game four at home, then have to turn around and win two on the on the road just to win the series. And the fact That'd be that- a lot. The fact that they won by seven last night, and you mentioned Devin Booker at 47 points, he also shot at 80% from the field. So, I mean, you have to, he had to do all of that just, just to squeak by a win with Murray going cold in the fourth quarter at the same time. Like, yeah. it, it's like anomaly games like this, just like the, the Lakers mm-hmm. and the, the Warriors game one. Just like, like, if you got to do all that just to get a win, like you, you're in trouble. I think, yeah. in all reality, if they lose this series, Chris Paul is gone, and they go after a guy like Damian Lillard. Yeah, but are they – somebody brought that point up to me the other day. It's crazy you say that. But somebody will have to take a pay cut. They can't have three match players. I think you can only have two now, the way the – Right. Uh, I, I think – Money. I think at this point, Devin Booker takes the pay cut because he's still early in his career. But can 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 we all put in agreement that uh Aiden's probably gone? Oh, I hope to yeah, God. He just, he's gone. Got, <laughs> he just he just got money. I mean, damn he it. just got his money though. That's true. I, I think he because I think DeAndre Aiden becomes another Dwight Howard. Like not like he has the potential to be the the guy for a few but, games if needed, but he goes to somewhere I, like Philly to back up. Also, oh, so so the later on past his prime mm-hmm. career, Dwight Howard. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, no, it's that, too uh, early. It's too I, early I, for that. No, 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 no. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't the prime Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard. It's it's the like the the, the Philadelphia 76 of Dwight Howard. His, no. Yeah. It, it, no. He's like he's like the Lakers. <laughs> Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. Oh, the second, the second time. The second. The second time. Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When he was on the- <laughs> yes. But to be honest, he's not. To be honest, y'all, he's not even that, and that's terrible. He's not even that. Ooh. Oh man, Dwight, Dwight will y'all. come in. Dwight will come in and get them ten and ten yeah, off the he, bench. He's out yeah. here playing like he can't even get them that playing forty minutes. 
He's out here playing like <laughs> Eric Dampier, Brandon Haywood, Calvin on, Booth, uh, early JaVale McGee. Hussein Sabit. Uh, that's the one. Hussein Sabit. That's the one. <laughs> Somebody go write in the comments. A low life go write in the comments. Brandon at Purdue Cal Gym doing uh, in between classes. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Michael yeah, Oliver man. Candy, like sheesh. Yeah, but I, I, I just, I don't get it, man. Luke like, Lonely, you that big, that skill. <laughs> you got to give, you got to get them something, man. You get that big, that skill. You got to give them something. And I also feel like, let's just say they, they never get Chris Paul. He doesn't get that hundred million at all. Right. Yeah. Cause he helped him get it. Like, yeah, it's like, come on, bro. Like, come no. on, man, get in that gym. You got your money, get in the gym, man. But yeah, what they pay work. him? A hundred? What was it? Like a hundred eighty-five? I think yeah. one twenty-six. Yeah, like yeah, DeAndre, y'all talking about his money? Yeah, because yeah. th- yeah, he ended up like signing the offer sheet with the Pacers, right? Because it wasn't even it wasn't even the Suns. One hundred thirty-two million dollars, one hundred thirty-three. Four years, one hundred thirty-three. And the Suns didn't want to lose him for look, nothing. Yeah, so he's making like thirty-four a year, dollars. right? Yep. Yeah, 133 yeah, guaranteed yep, exactly. with 185 total, right? 33 guaranteed, no, 133 guaranteed. 132929128 guaranteed. 132 million. You know how many mansions you can buy with that? You know how many buckets and cheeseburgers you can buy with that? How many businesses you can buy with that? And I heard he's in the same Call of Duty lobby with Tyler Murray. That man really? playing video games. Yeah, We're going we to leave Kyler Murray out of this, man. <laughs> no, we got a bone to pick with Kyler. Maybe that's not the episode, but we're going to get to Kyler one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but I mean, it, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I, I mean, oh, I, I'm not, I want him to be great. I want him to be great, but I, I don't see it. I just don't see it. So you said, in other words, he out there looking like Bill Cartwright. No, nah, I mean he don't even get that type of aggression. Honestly, I mean you nah, sit he there. Yeah, he here Ross on the Sarovich. That's what he is. You can literally pick up Ben Simmons yeah, and you like have Will a better Perdue. chance of winning right now. No, no, seriously, and put him at the five. Yeah. What's going to be the difference? I mean, you might as well because I mean neither one of them are playing the way they need to be. Yeah. And, ben and Bismarck Biombo is even uh I mean Bismarck Biombo is terrible and he's playing better than Aiden. At least he's crying. I mean, shoot, at least he Ben has- Simmons is cheering from the bench. At least he's cheering his team on. Yeah, he's putting in I- some effort. Is <laughs> Mark he's crying? It, it's crazy because Jonathan, I remember you you said it, it'll come down to if Aiden is able to defend Jokic. Well, and that's, and that's been well, non-existent. Well. <laughs> exactly. That's why I said. I mean, I was right in this situation. Like it came. It's coming down to if he's able to defend him. Obviously, nobody's able to defend him. Aiden's right. out there looking like a high school player playing in the NBA. Yep. Right. All right, right. Greg. Oh, not a good high school player either. Just the average. Just the yeah. Player. Like not even a starting <laughs> high school player. Jeez. It's like the freshman that just got thrown on the varsity to cover up team spots. Damn, that's, that's, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. At the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, man. This, but that's, that's the whole... I heard Aiden bashing. 
Yeah, I'm, you know what? Let's 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 move on. I'm tired of being depressed talking about this man. <laughs> the one question I just want to leave with us, fellas, and you know, is it could it just be that Jokic is that damn good? He's it's both. It's, it's both. It's that, both. You know, he's just hard to stop. Yeah. I, I mean, he's a back-to-back MVP before this year. I mean, but at the same time, there's no way. I, look, and, man, there's no way that Jokic should have 28 points, 17 rebounds, and 17 assists in regulation. In all, in all reality, I mean, he should have been a three-time cold. MVP. Like, look at those numbers. That means, that means ain't nobody playing any defense. Yeah. I, I, not, yeah. I mean, but Jokic is that cold, or he is that dude. That's like, that's what ha- that's what happens when man, did y'all hear those numbers? Did you hear that? What? Yes. Like yeah, 28, 17, and 17. That's what happens when you have somebody of Jokic caliber playing against somebody that's not defending him. And on top of that, DeAndre A needs to get in the weight ball. That's the he out there looking what like a football stick. Oh, in, in 26 minutes, this man uh shot two or six, nine rebounds, four fouls, and four points. Oh, there and it was 30 play. points. 17 and 17. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. That's just that's 26 bad. minutes. Aiden had 26 minutes, nine rebounds with four points. That that's just atrocious, bro. Like I can go out there and put up nine rebounds and four points in 26 minutes. Like, I mean, come on now. Like, you're getting paid 130 million, bro. Ooh, the 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 backup center came in. And shot three or three with six points and nine rebounds in 22 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Bismarck Riyombo is playing better than no, not, not, not even Bismarck. Bismarck didn't even play. Some oh, dude named Landell. Yeah. <laughs> Jock mm-hmm. Landell. No, nah, I know Landell. I know Landell. And he yeah. came in playing out, out playing Aiden. Like, I'm I'm done. Can let's move on. I'm done. Can't do it. Mm. I feel like so, single. I feel like Mike Singletary in that ran when he was going talking about Vernon Davis. And so uh, again, coach. though, Jamar, right? Again, though, Jamar, Bismarck didn't even play this previous game, did he? Nope. Didn't even play. And the first two, he out there working hard. And this man ain't doing nothing. All right, so uh, let's move on. Um, let's talk about this Heat Knicks series. Yes. So. This has uh, been a uh, pretty interesting series thus far. Miami came out, hit him in the mouth, y'all. Um, but the Knicks came back without Jimmy Butler. You know, did y'all see what he was doing at the end of the game in game two? He was he was kind of talking stuff to the Knicks crowd. Because I think he was talking to Carmelo, though. And so, you know, we all kind of know how L.A. is. We know how New York is. Miami, Golden State, or San Francisco. That's a lot of celebrities in those cities, but especially New York and LA, right? Yep. Watching the next game, game two, fellas, it was so many celebrities at that game. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, if the Knicks get to the finals, I just keep thinking, what if it'd be a Knicks and a Lakers finals? Just how great that'd be. It's just, that's just an HDH moment. But the whole point is this. Brother, <laughs> it, it, it won't happen. It won't happen. It won't happen. And so with the Knicks, though, Carmelo was talking to Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler's like, yeah, enjoy this. Enjoy this, y'all. Y'all won game two. You know, the, the Heat almost – we still almost beat y'all without, you know. And so I'm curious, Jamar, what happens game three? 
Um, and what is just uh, your thoughts of the Heat, let's say, with and without Jimmy Butler? What's his importance to this team? Um, my initial thoughts are the New York Knicks are in trouble. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I, I watched both games. Game two, I mean, the fact that the Heat was out here, you know, competing and, like, they made it a very close game until the very end, I mean, that lets me know that I don't think the New York Knicks can score when they enough. when it really matters. Yeah, I don't think they can score enough. And that was one of my things going into this series, the reason why I like the Heat, because right. – Cause yeah, I mean, the Heat, for the most part this year, are not like a great three-point shooting team, but they have been able to make those shots lately. They've been a hot team lately, mm-hmm. pun intended. Um, <laughs> when Jimmy gets back, I mean, that makes it a lot easier for the Heat to do other things as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, granted, you're not gonna have Caleb Martin dropping. What do you have? Like close to thirty that game? He went off. He went off. Twenty, twenty, at least twenty plus for sure. Um, like so in game three, I I feel like the Heat's gonna come out. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty sure Jimmy Butler's gonna play at that point. Um, if Jimmy Butler plays, the Heat gonna come out. I feel like it's it's probably gonna blow them out the water. I, I I feel like um not enough scoring. Uh, Jalen Brunson still probably gonna get his, but I still don't like the way Randall plays at all. I feel like, um, you know, he's a ball stopper. He just takes dumb shots mm-hmm. a lot of times, yep. shooting a terrible percentage from the field, somewhere around thirty-five to forty percent with these step back shots from like twenty-two feet out. Like, like why? Like why, man? <laughs> why? But, but no, no, nonetheless, like he just playing a lot better. They just playing better. Jimmy Butler is going to free up a lot of things on offense and defense for this team. You know, Kevin Love's out here still doing his thing. Bam is going to get easier looks. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like when they get to South Beach, it's and, and we know that their crowd, their their home court advantage is going to be a lot better. Right, they they got a crowd too in Miami for sure. Um, and so yeah. You bring up a good point um, in regards to the dumb shots by your boy Julius Randle, but the Heat going home to South Beach today. And, yeah, and your thoughts, bro. Uh, what's, what's your thoughts with uh, game three? Um, and let me ask you this. With Jimmy Butler, though, um, do you think that – and, Jamar, you bring up a good point with Caleb Martin. He's not going to eat as much. Do you think with Jimmy on the court, though, and that it slows down the others for the Heat because he's so ball dominant? But do you think that would even matter and that that would actually slow down the Heat to actually, you know, lose to the Knicks? Or would that not even matter? Like, it, like it, it, you know, Jimmy Ball on the court, of course, they're a better team. But I'm just asking, like, do you think that the others – um, and them like eating less, will that mm-hmm. affect this team negatively or will it affect them positively? So let me say this before I comment on Jimmy Butler. Um, 
I love, I love the garden in the playoffs. It, it, it right. look like it's just a different just atmosphere. You know, when it's a close game, it's like the whole crowd is standing up. It's almost like it's almost like you being at the park and you playing outside in front of like your friends' family. It's just, it's just give right. that type of energy. It's just it, it's beautiful. I get hype watching it like I'm there. It, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You see all the celebrities, like even they, right. they be want to run on the court. I'll be like, man, that gotta be the just the best atmosphere ever. But um what I feel like Jimmy Butler, no, I don't think I'm I don't think that's gonna matter. I just feel like like you like you guys said, I feel like Miami is playing, you know what I'm saying, better basketball. And thank you, Jamal. I do I hate the way Julius Randle played. It 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 kills me. It kills me, bro. I just it's just he get out there, he wanna play one-on-one ball like he Kobe Bryant, bro. I'm like, bro, I know you can dribble, I know you can shoot a little bit, but you don't always have to take threes like you a guard, bro. Like that, no, bro. Get in the get in the paint, man. And right. I mean, I get it. You know, he has his game where he'll go off and he's just he hitting everything. But then he had them games where he'd be like, come on, man, that's a bad shot. You come down, it's one-on-one basketball, like he like he's five, six, like he's a point guard. I'm like, come on, bro. What are you doing? He's shooting but low. You know, he has like, been in a three-point contest before. Huh? So maybe that's inside of his head. They should have never invited him to the three-point contest. That was yeah, the NBA's mistake. They should have, but then he, it went to his head. He, it he, has, uh, because remember when we – Ian, really quickly, bro, you can beat me up. Remember when he went to the three-point contest and we talked about the All-Star? And I think all three of us stated, like, what the hell is he doing there? Go ahead. Yeah. Him, him and uh, uh, Cat had this problem, too. I mean, but Cat's right. a better shooter, but still. But They both I got hate, the same I hate, problem. That's real. I hate the way he plays, but a person that has played a big part in New York's success is Josh Hart. Josh Hart has yes. crazy offensive rebound, just rebound period. He hit some big shots. So mm-hmm. I mean, the deep tip gonna have him. He gonna have him locked in on defense. It's just when Jimmy come back, are they gonna be able to? Are they gonna be able to guard him? Are they gonna be able to sustain Jimmy Butler? Because Jimmy Butler. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not the biggest Jimmy Butler fan, but man, Jimmy, he, we got Hemi Butler. You feel me? So he been showing up. He been showing up every game, every series this year. And they're the AFC. They playing like they're the one seed. I mean, but they slayed the one seed. So technically, you got to look at them as the one seed right now in the East. Well, potentially, like we always say. They can come out and look like a one seed and like they going straight to the NBA Finals. And then one game, they come out. And look like they don't even need to be there. <laughs> so, as of right now, they've been playing like, obviously, they've been playing like the 2020 of uh, the bubble heat. Without, and that's without, you know, that's without Tyler Hero. They've been playing like that. So, not a bad movement. Not a great defense. I don't, man. I don't, I don't know if New York is gonna. I don't. I wouldn't say that because they'll come out of a surprise. I don't, I don't know if New York going to be able to – I think the experience is going to take over at some point. That the experience is going to take over. Right. But I do I do think – I do think the series probably will go six or seven. I'm going to take Miami. Right. You got Miami tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I got Miami. Yeah. 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 Jonathan, um, yeah, just your thoughts, man, from the series. Um, anything you got that stands out to you? 
you know, I haven't liked the Knicks since the, since the playoffs started. And really? like I said, you got to refer to him as Hemi Buckets. Hemi Buckets. This man, when he's on the court, I mean, he's going crazy. Yeah. And it's, he's in true playoff form. Like, I mean, I mean, obviously, like we said, Devin Booker's having a phenomenal playoffs, but I mean, I don't think we've seen a playoffs like uh, somebody in the playoffs playing like he is right now and asserting his dominance in the game and in the games he's playing in a couple years now. I mean, what it was. I mean, honestly, I'd go back back as far as hell 2016 when LeBron started going nuts from the 3-1 comeback. Right. Mm. Like when he's on the court, the Heat are a completely different team. And the fact that they only lost by like they were pretty close in the, the whole game without Jimmy Butler. And then you know when somebody starts talking stuff to Jimmy, I mean he, he just goes even more crazy. And now Carmelo was talking stuff because he wasn't playing. I'm he he might put up another 50 point performance when he comes back just to shut or he might wait until they're back in New York. Just right. to be a 50 point performance, but right. I mean, as long as Jimmy's healthy, I don't I don't even see Boston or Philly beating him in the next series. To the point playing that good. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Hey, it's really he's. I think people need – well, teams need to start making game plans around Jimmy because for many years, Jimmy was written off as as Kyrie Irving. Yep, during that time when he went to Philly, that year they couldn't yeah. have – the yep. year I stated – remember, Jamar, we've stated this, that if Kawhi doesn't hit that miracle shot and Philly win that series, I think Philly goes on to the finals that year. Yeah. And so, like, you know, that was when people started writing them off. But when he went to Miami, it was a whole rejuvenation after that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it was him actually playing that little stint with Dwayne Wade. He, he learned a lot of leadership from Dwayne Wade. And he had that opportunity because Dwayne Wade being at the end of his career – had that opportunity to actually mentor somebody rather than being that guy. Because, you know, when you're young and and maybe even five or six years in, like you're so focused on nobody beating you out. So a lot of guys forget to mentor. Mm -hmm. And I think with him being at the end of his career, he had already like stepped down, even with the Miami teams with LeBron, like he had already stepped down from that role being that guy. Now it was just about helping everybody around him. And I think that helped Jimmy so much. And it wasn't even because it was, uh, they were in Chicago together, I think. Right. Yeah. Yep. So yep. that, that's where like, yeah. Like the narrative of him not really being wanted by certain teams because of his mentality and stuff like that. And still I've seen things like, him and Dwayne Wade still talk to this day and like guidance and everything. And Jimmy's actually starting to listen as he's gotten older. And now he's actually stepping into what everybody thought he was going to be in Chicago. So, I mean, I've got Miami winning this in six. I don't think New York has what it takes. 
Yep. Oui. And so, what was you going to say, Jamar? My bad, bro. No, I was going to address uh, the comment real quick that uh, okay. Jay Coleman left saying, wouldn't matter, Jimmy, take over. It's like a video game. Basically, you know, Jimmy's out here just, you know, just doing Jimmy things. And it's and it's crazy because I just think about the, the, the legacy and the quote-unquote legend of Jimmy Butler in the playoffs here. It's like I'm just thinking about, like, him compared to, like, all-time greatness at this point because let's just mm-hmm. say he leads them to the finals again. Like the Jimmy Butler legacy, it's like, where do you rank him all time? And I'm starting to think of like other guys that was really good in the league that maybe not in the Hall of Fame yet, like like Joe Johnson, for instance. Joe Johnson was a dog with the Hawks. And you know, mm-hmm. ISO Joe in clutch moments was was amazing. Like, yep. this is do I do I see Jimmy Butler better than his legacy right now? It's just I feel like he's on a trajectory on a quick trajectory to, to basically put itself in the conversation for the hall of fame, yep. the way that this is going it's and it, it's remarkable. And of course, you know, us Bulls fans here, three of us, uh, you know, hold that near dear to our heart, knowing what we had and what we right. saw the growth of him over the course of the team that he's been on. We, 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 we saw the real alpha dog in him in Minnesota. And of course, you know, those personalities couldn't handle that. They couldn't. He goes to Philly and B's the one that enjoys it, but everybody else was like, mm, we take we take Tobias Harris over you. He gets to Miami in in the dog culture. That's that's a perfect fit. And I'm pretty sure Dwayne Wade had a lot to do with him going to Miami. And it just, you know, match made in heaven and look at it now. Look, like, look where we are now. The last time an AC went to the NBA finals, ironically, was the New York Knicks in 99. Yep. So a short I year. Mean, Lockout year. Yep. Yep. Right. So I mean, I would not be surprised if South Beach ends up in the NBA Finals. I would not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'd put him over. I'd put him over Kawhi. If he makes it to the finals this year and carries this team, I'd put him over Kawhi playoff. Because mm. I mean, San Antonio, not, not Toronto. I mean, because he haven't won a chip yet. He haven't won a chip yet, bro. And so, you know, Kawhi, he's got a finals MVP, and he, you know, did what he did with Toronto in one year and brought that franchise who never even really sniffed the finals a championship. So, you know, not yet, but it, he, he'll have a legacy for sure. I can say that for sure. Um, so, I'm gonna, uh, you know, I, I see your point, Jonathan. He got a little more work to do. And so, um, on the other hand, let's talk about uh, Philly. And let's talk about Boston. And so talking about a team that got some work to do, both of these teams, um, because neither one of them has really sniffed the championship with their current course. Um, Boston is up 2-1. And so, Ian, just curious, bro. Um, what do you think about James Harden this series? And how important is he to this series? Uh, it's very important. Um he had a phenomenal game, uh, the one game that they won. Had a, hit a big three late on, late in, that, uh, late in that game. He looked like James Harden from, you know, Houston and, you know, everywhere else. And, you know, rightfully so, he's playing with MB, so he took on a more of the playmaker mode, kind of floor general mode. Um, I mean, when you play with a guy like MB, you have to. But, I mean, with MB battling injury – 
I mean, this playoff series, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to put up more points for sure. Like he did that night. And it's possible, but you can't come back after that. It's almost like the Anthony Davis situation. You can't come back the next game and just be non-existent. You know, mm-hmm. um, this is the playoffs. And I, you know, I believe he'll I believe he'll, you know, get it together in this series. But uh they are down two one. So you know, it's it's do or die now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh Jonathan, um, your thoughts with um uh, Dr. Allen B. Your thoughts with Jason Tatum and him stepping up last night. What does this say about this guy? Has uh, he reached uh, has he reached superstar status yet? I see, I'm biased this in debate. this situation. It's a debate out there. I, I'm biased in this situation because I don't really like Jason Tatum as a player. Oh man. Why? Hurt my heart. <laughs> I think I I I don't even know where to start with this one. Um I, I think he just hasn't proven himself to that extent that everybody's giving him the praise for. And I mean mm-hmm. as a whole I mean, he has, he's had some good teams, but he's also had some very good support. Like, uh, yeah, basketball is a game where it's a team sport, and when you're not doing your best or you're not having one of your best days, your team is supposed to pick up the slack, which is understandable. But I feel that more often that he performs very well in games that don't really matter. Mm. Rather than the games that in clutch time you see Jalen Brown and all them actually picking up the slack. And it just happens too more like more often than not. And it's the same with Embiid. Like I it's the same thing with both of them. But I think Jason Tatum actually needs to prove that he can take over the game consistently, like Jimmy Butler has been doing. Like and I'll I'll give him the respect he deserves at that point. I I think he and, and what really set it in stone for me was last year in in the finals. I mean we all know that last year's finals the Warriors that won they're not the Warriors we're used to seeing. Granted they're mm-hmm. getting older, but Boston should have won that series. If Jason Tatum played the way he's supposed to be able to play, they should have won that series. But, I mean, I, I can't really put him in superstardom, superstardom when he's not even the best player on his team. Mm, so you think Jalen's the best player? I do. He does yeah. show up in the big moments, Jalen, for sure. I said that last year, and Jamar and looked at me like I was crazy. Um, <laughs> my biggest thing is with Jason Tatum is he just takes a lot of ill-advised shots. He takes yeah. bad shots very similar. And that to just comes with experience and actually gr- learning and growing as you become more experienced. Right, right. And the thing is with him, sometimes with Jason Tatum in, when he shoot a dumb shot or a crazy shot, it go in and look pretty. So last <laughs> night, right, if y'all watched the end of the game last night when he put the uh, sixes away, Mm. He hit, you know, two threes at the end, you know, to put him away. And you, I'm just at the team. But you know, last year in the finals, right, Jonathan, or in the bubble, or you know, when he plays, you know, that defense and it's tightened up, 
it's like, damn, that's a dumb shot. Like, why would you shoot that? Like, and that's my biggest thing with Jason Tatum. And so last night, though, I mean, we can't say I can't say nothing bad about him right now because last night the shots went in. They went in last night. So it it looked like poetry. The other thing I was going to say about this series is at the end of the series, it's going to come down. If Boston wins the series, it's going to come down to Marcus Smart and Al Horford. Yeah, Jason, Jason and Jalen are going to get theirs. It's going to come down to those two, the defense, the the rebounds, the the points that they put up. That's what it's going to come down to. If they can at least average like 15 and eight, they win the series. Mm. Yep. And by the way, to address the comments, good morning, Jay Coleman again. And good morning, Press Guy JB. Jay Coleman stated this will be hard for people to hear. Jalen Brown is the best overall player on the Boston Celtics. Ian, what you think about that, bro? What did you say that again? <laughs> he stated that this will be hard for most people to acknowledge and recognize that Jalen Brown is the best overall player for the Boston Celtics. No, so, I don't agree. Ian and Jamar, what's your thoughts? Is Jalen Brown the best overall player for the Celtics? Because I don't really see Jalen Brown shoot the shots that Jason Tatum hit. Like I was just stating, Jamar, yeah. last night, Jalen, Jason Tatum, his shots looked beautiful because they went in. You know, you stay, woo, it was, that was woo. But then when it don't go in, Jamar, it'd be like, what the hell type of shot was that? Like, why would you even shoot that? You know? And so, like, this is like the bait right here. I'm kind of with Jonathan. Jay Coleman's with us, too. We kind of feel like the best overall player on the Celtics is Jalen Brown overall, defensive-wise. Jason Tatum can defend his ass off, though. We got to really stop sleeping on him hey. on that. Hey. That Negro defends hard. They but, on our boy, Jamar. They on our boy, Jamar. But I'm just <laughs> saying, Jason Tatum, man, them shots, bro, it'd be like, what the hell was that? You know, last night they went in, they looked good, Jamar, but sometimes they don't look good, you know? It'd just be like, like, why would you even shoot that? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, we we have talked about the shot selection of Jason Tatum for, for quite a while, right? Yeah. We, 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 we've done that for a few years now. Um, no, I, I don't agree that – Jalen Brown's the best player on the team, best overall player. But I will say that Jalen Brown's probably the most important player on that team because when he is playing at the level that he's playing, it, it makes it a lot easier for everybody on the Celtics, including Jason Tatum. I feel like Jason Tatum has a higher ceiling, but Jalen Brown's probably the most consistent player on that team by far and by far the most important. If Jalen Brown is not having a good game, then, you know, it makes it it puts more pressure on everybody else to step up and do their thing. I mean, they are a D team, but Jalen Brown makes things a lot more easier for a lot of players. Right. Side. That, that's for sure. The, the, like you mentioned, the defense, the, the amount of pressure he applies on the defensive end, the transition buckets. When you know, when you see Jalen Brown get going, it's like, man, this team is scary. That, that's, that's, that's the feeling of it. We know Jason Tatum could go out there and get 40 points if we want to. We know that Jay, Jalen, uh, uh, Jason Tatum, take some ill-advised shots, but, you know, when it goes in, like you said, it looks pretty. It looks real pretty. It looks right. like a masterpiece. But, you know, sometimes, you be, you know, scratching your head, too. So, so no, I, I think Jason Tatum is the better player overall, but I feel like 
the production and the consistency of Jalen Brown and what he brings to the table is most important. That's how I look at it. Right, absolutely. Yeah, just to address the comment real quickly, um, Prescott JB stated, the league is going to lose so much interest once LeBron retires. There will be no one to hate except for Dylan Brooks, who will be in Guangdong, China this time next year. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the first part of that, he's not wrong, though. Like, probably the viewership does go down because, you know, and, you know, in every sports league, you want you want a villain and you want a hero, right? You, you definitely do. Yep. You want a person that you either you for or you against. And then at that point, you want somebody else that can maybe come in and slay the dragon. You, you want that narrative all the time. So, right. I mean, who, who is going to be the next person in the league at that point that can probably have that 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 negative, you know, that narrative with them? Like, who could it be? Right. It's a good question. It had to be probably international player like that. Um, on the other hand, um, Jay Coleman stated, Tatum has a light case of AD bug where he is inconsistent in big moments. One game, 35 points. Next game, he may disappear. APB out for Tatum. As the NBA superstar in a group of maybe five to ten players, truly elite, consistency is one of the things that separates the stars from the superstars. Yeah. Not wrong. True. True. And I don't see enough consistency, Jonathan, from Tatum. Not this, every night. But this guy was arguably, at one point, he was number one MVP voting this year. At one point. Yeah, but I mean. Playing the Bulls. He playing the. the, the oh, man. <laughs> I mean, in all Thunder. reality, had Damian Lillard not got injured, I mean, Damian Lillard was number one in MVP voting. But he just couldn't win games. I mean, man was dropping. I think he dropped a 70-point game and two, yeah, six, two or three 60-point yeah. games this year with, on top of, like, four or five 50-point games. I mean, it. I would take a healthy Damian Lillard. Mind you, a healthy Damian Lillard over Tatum any day. I mean, Damian Lillard is one of my favorites. If, we all if, I, had, if I had three favorite players in the NBA right now, Damian Lillard is in that three. Him and DeMar, him, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, I don't even really count LeBron no more. Um, and, yeah, it would probably be Jason Tatum. Them would be the three. So I'm not going right. to I'm, I'm argue with you with that one. You, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> right, but let me let me ask y'all this, fellas, because we kind of getting on Jason Tatum, but Jason Tatum also at times just do his best for his team. One thing we can't say about Jason Tatum is this 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 dude does not lose. In the playoffs, Boston is around every year. Yeah, yeah. So it's, maybe, it's right. So maybe we need to start paying attention to that narrative that he's a winner, you know, like. Yeah, maybe sometimes he can take these ill-advised shots because their defense is so crucial that they know what they can do, you know? Um, um, and, and they just kind of go from there. Like, a new coach come in, no disrespect to the coach, but with that core, you know, they right back at it again. You uh, you basically mentioned a kind of – talked about a point I was about to bring up that, yeah – I mean, Tatum at times is inconsistent. And if we compare it to AD, I mean, I I get it. 
but I guess maybe Tatum lives in the the benefit of the doubt realm, as in the he has uh, his margin for error is a lot bigger with the Celtics as opposed to AD yeah. with the Lakers because they because Lakers go as far as Anthony Davis goes and. The Celtics is more team oriented. Tatum has a bad game. Oh, we got Jalen Brown. We got Al Horford. We got Marcus Smart. We got Derek White. We got yep. Malcolm Brogdon. We we got Malcolm a plethora of guys of right. a lot of people. So it's so so maybe he gets the benefit of the doubt. But also just to play devil's advocate, because I'm not neither for or against Jason Tatum here. But last year, you know, he was just about the best player on the championship team last year. Until Steph Curry happened, like <laughs> so, in the year that, and let me ask you all this: the year that the Lakers won in the bubble, would you consider that LeBron's team or AD's team at the time? Who are you asking? For me, it was just whoever. For me, it was really AD's team. Yeah, it, it, like it was LeBron leadership, but on the court, it was Anthony Davis' team for me because they just went with him. You know, like it, LeBron got backed out so much because of Anthony Davis, because of his defense, number one, because of his ability to get the boards, and because when it came down to the crucial moments and the shots, if it wasn't LeBron, it was him. And so I would say it really went through AD. So yeah, you AD. You say AD as well, Jonathan. Yeah, what about I you? agree with that one. Uh, okay. What about Ian? What do you think? Mm, that's tough. Because I want to say AD, but then it's like maybe it was only AD because he was finally healthy. And at I on that team on that team per se, LeBron was the. There's no question he was a point guard. So, um, he played more of a floor general that year because I'm mean, with that year he led the league in assists. Uh, he had a lot of good help with Rondo, too, though. Yeah, you had, yeah, yeah, Rondo. And that team, I mean, that people forget that team was deep. You had Rondo, you had Dwight you Howard, Caldwell Pope, you had Caldwell Pope, uh, Danny yeah, Green, you had some guys, Danny Green, yeah, they had a lot guys. of guys. Yeah, a lot of good outside shooting. Uh, I mean, you know what? I agree. I would say, yeah, eight, I would say 80. And I feel like that's the blueprint of what they want as a – well, what they've wanted this whole time, but it just hasn't been there. Right. Okay. So we I, started I, I, with the Lakers. We ended with the Lakers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I would say, you know, that was the whole plan from, you know, the beginning of them getting – Anthony Davis was for LeBron to just kind of, I wouldn't even say take the backseat, but for him to be the floor general like he was that year. And, you know, AD, this is your team. You rock, you take us, you know, how far we're going to go. But, you I mean, know, and if I can make a comparison to, for Jason Tatum to another sport of what he reminds me of, it's kind of like a Josh Allen right now. Like he gets his team there. He he does what it needs to do to win, and but in the big moments, he's just not there consistently. Right. And I mean, and I'd look at Jalen Brown more of like a Joe Burrow, 
Mm. Like he's a little bit more consistent with it. Even in the bad games, he pulls through and figures it out mid game and he can at least finish the game strong. So, so Jason Tatum is turning the ball over in the red zone. Yes. <laughs> Consistently. <laughs> Drive the team downfield, can't even punch it in. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And so just curious, fellas, uh, to quickly end with the sixes of uh, Philly series. Um, I think we all um, – Jamar um, picked the Celtics, right? And you picked the Sixers. No, I, I think I picked the Celtics. I picked you picked the Celtics. Celtics. I'm picking the Celtics. I picked the Sixers. Oh, you picked the Sixers. Okay. And uh, Jonathan, you picked the Celtics. Um, like I said, I think it all depends on Marcus Smart now. Horford. I, I want to say the 76ers. Just the way, just because the way James Harden is playing right now. Even though I hate him with a passion. <laughs> I he he's playing like Rockets, James. No, Harden. he not. He he. Does, uh uh-uh. uh. Not as many points. Not as many points. But when it comes to the playmaking, All right, I mean, I give you the playmaking. He he's a distributor thus far. Yeah. Okay. Now what you saying? I mean, at this, I mean, he has to. You know, with MB being yeah. hurt. I mean, he's back. So hopefully they make it a series. I do think it'll probably go seven though for sure. Right, I tell you this, Jonathan. Tonight, your boy Harden got to show up, and he got to drop forty, and they got to show up. They season on the line tomorrow. Sorry, oh, yeah. they lost last night. They season is on the line because Boston won't be then going back to Boston, and that would be very dangerous to them. And so, um, yeah, he showed up game one, did a little bit game two. It was a little anemic last night, um, but he did have a you know he played a all around game last night. The Sixers just wasn't making shots last night. Um so yeah. All right. I'm I'm I I, got, I picked the Celtics in this series so I think I'm gonna stay with that. Um and so yeah. Marcus McKay senior he stated uh big win today for my Lakers. I'm out bye. And so um <laughs> he's a Lakers fan Marcus McKay senior. And so yeah, we all I think we'll all agree that this is a pivotal game for uh, the Lakers tonight. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, and to address the comments, Jay Coleman stated Bron team, but AD is just in general. AD has been playing consistently inconsistent because it is still Bron's team. <laughs> he can't control a game plan day to day. AD needs to garner touches like indeed. Yeah. Yeah. He was getting his touches, Jay, the other day, though. I mean, you know, against uh, the other day, he was getting his touches. He just didn't seem like he was interested. You know, he just didn't seem like he did. He, he didn't seem like he cared. He was getting his touches. And when he got his touches, Draymond Game was, you know, just using his hands to tap the ball out of Sam, which was frustrating. Um, but AD didn't even try to do nothing after that. He just went and folded. Like, it, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy to see. Um, Dan J. Coleman stated Celtics because Harden won't step up his scoring with Embiid playing. Good point. Um, we all but Harden plays but, better without Embiid on the floor, same like. But Embiid did tell him after the after game three, he told him to be aggressive. Yeah. So he told him that, right? He told him that that was in the headlines. So Harden got to be aggressive in order for the Sixers to have a chance. It can't just be Embiid, and it you know it can't just be. Um, 
you know, Mr. Maxi. I love his game. He's so energized. Energized. But they got to be more. You know, Maxi didn't even play good last night. He was airballing. Definitely need a lot more James Harden for sure. Um, not necessarily you got to come out and score 45 points again, but you got to put pressure on them, you know, put pressure on Boston's defense in order to free up other people to get them easier buckets to them control the pace of their game. Right, right. And yeah, and then Marcus McKay, senior stated, fellas, they go through and be too much. That's where they're going to lose at. He slow it down way too much. And so true. He does slow the game down. And so um we'll see uh with the series, fellas. Um so well, that concludes our conversation this morning. Um we covered the NBA playoffs all four series. Big games going on uh throughout the day. Heat, Knicks, game three down to South Beach, Lakers, Warriors tonight over in Southern California. And so get your popcorn ready. Uh, shout out to Jonathan Abernathy, Chicago Cubs. They are at 516-16. It's a miracle. Nobody expected them to be there. Um, and on the other hand, uh, shout out to our White Sox. I mean, we're 11-22, but, you know, we still rocking with our Sox. And so, uh, <laughs> fellas, um, any, <laughs> any final thoughts or shout outs as we head into the weekend? So, Jamar and Dan Jonathan. Um, yeah, just one topic we, we didn't get to, uh, coach buds firing here with the Milwaukee bucks real quick. So, you know, after digesting that, um, look, maybe the timing of it probably wasn't the, the greatest as far as from a PR standpoint, but I mean, as I think about it, I was on record, even the year they won the championship that he should have still been fired. Because this man, in his lack of adjustments, he it's like they won in spite of him that mm. year. Like Giannis won that championship. It wasn't Coach Bud. Coach Bud didn't really do too much of anything. Mm. It was more so Giannis imposing his will. And so, yeah, I know we we know his, his brother died at the game four, but I feel like even before then, adjustments wasn't made, you know, when it comes down to it, him and playoff adjustments just doesn't mix. And then you got, got Giannis here who I think got one year left before uh, possibly, you know, going out there to the market again. And, you know, Milwaukee's doing what they got to do to try to ensure that, you know, Giannis stays in Milwaukee. So therefore can't be wasting championship windows here. So that's, that's, so that's my thoughts on Coach Bud. He should have been gone to begin with. Mm, and that's real. That's absolutely real. Um, that, you know, the window for Giannis. And with Coach Bud losing these first-round series, that's just wasting his window. So they had to do what they had to do, right, Jamar, in order to not waste that window. Correct. Right. Maybe Giannis went to the office too and said it's time for him to go too. Who knows? You know, he probably said that too. I believe it's rumors that um uh, I think what I heard yesterday that that was the thing. I think he was tired of Coach Boyd from the beginning of the season. So I mean I was I was kind of shocked. Superstars <laughs> get what they want. Yeah. 
What did you say, Jamar? And in and, and one of the uh, post-gang, I think it was after Gang 4, they would, they asked him about something. He was like, well, that's, you know, up to the coach to make adjustments. Like, they, I think they asked him, like, should he have guarded Jimmy Butler or something like that? Like, but, yeah, that's – but he said that's up to the coach to make that adjustment. It was like, it was up to me. Yeah, I would have probably would have guarded Jimmy Butler more, giving Drew Holiday, you know, a break here and there, you know, just switch it up right. a little bit. But he basically said it's up to the coach. And he was kind of saying the same thing in the NBA Finals when they won with a certain – if you read in between the tea leaves back then, too. So, right. coach not coaching. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so, Jonathan, I don't know if you got any uh, final thoughts uh, before we get to our um, final thoughts and shout-outs. Any, any thoughts? And thanks for bringing that up, Jamar. We good? No, just we're good. Yeah. Well, you know, Coach Bud, if things don't work out, um, you can always come and be an assistant coach with the Chicago Bulls. No. No. The head coach. <laughs> See that I knew the debate was gonna start because I feel like I don't want if he can't make adjustments in Milwaukee, I don't think he can make adjustments in Chicago. And so I love I rather I love him as an assistant coach. I love him to be on staff. I, man, <laughs> he could get us to be he the help number us one. to a championship possibly. He'd be a great mm-hmm. assistant. If he could get us to be the number one seed and, and stay the number one seed, I'm all for it. Billy Donovan ain't it. Why? Why do we always have to be the teams to be loyal to the bum coaches? And we got a coach that just won a, a world championship what two, three years ago. And he just got fired. And we always just content with just being mediocre. Mediocre, yeah. I'm I, I mean, your your thought process is not wrong, but I'm sitting here. If 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 a guy who's had this number one team for like four years now and can't make adjustments with arguably the best player in the league, like I, I don't want you. Yeah. I'm with Jamar I mean, not, and me and Jamar not, not really not ever agree. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm with Jamar on this one. Like, really. Like they you know, it kind of lets me know, like, yeah, if he can't do that with Giannis, who was the number one player in the world, like he won't be able to do it. He probably won't even be able to handle Zach Levine's personality, let alone Patrick Beverly's. He'd be out in the locker room screaming at him and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Probably. He can't handle that. No, not at all. He can't. He can't. can't handle the West Side of Chicago, man. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Right? He wanted he to can't be able to make Madison it to the games. Nah. Imagine Coach Bud on the L. Man, that ain't happening. <laughs> not on the L. I would hope he's not on the L. <laughs> That's the last place. Oh, <laughs> hey, imagine that Maxwell. Imagine that Maxwell Street Ball. Uh, he should make a trip there, but on the L, no. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Trying to get on imagine, imagine Coach Bud at Maxwell Street Polish is on the west side. And it just looks so awkward, man. Like, what, what are you doing here, Coach Bud? Like, you know, like, this is it just like, it won't fit right, man. And so, yeah. I, I don't um I think he's a great coach and but he'd be a great assistant for us for sure. He'd be nice. Great to have on staff. Make us do a lot of adjustments along with another coach. And then it'll turn out to be gold, you know. But he making that adjustment on his own, be like, 
All right. And so, yeah, Jamar, any final thoughts or shout outs, bro, as we get into the week? Um, I guess out, outside of that, I mean, hey, enjoy these NBA playoffs. I can't wait for this. I, personally, I can't wait for the Matter of fact, are both my favorite games today? It, the Knicks and Heat and, and uh, Lakers and Warriors. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm right. Yeah, in the middle of me doing what I got to do around this house, I'm definitely watching that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. And? Um, and just stay safe. Enjoy the weekend. Got some nice weather coming up this upcoming week. This weekend, just uh, stay safe. Be blessed. Oh, and shout out to Jamar. Congrats on a new move. Congrats, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Jonathan, bro, any final thoughts? Shout out to the end Yeah, the just, just like uh, Ian said, just enjoy the weather. Be safe, everybody. I mean, things can change in an instant. True. Just be safe out there. Be smart about what you're doing. If you're partying, don't, don't drive, like, and also, congrats, Jamar, again. Yeah. And Appreciate you. Yep. Everybody congrats, be safe and Jamar. have a good weekend. Yep. Congrats, Jamar. Sir. Thank you. Yeah. The world, NBA playoffs, and you all have a blessed weekend. Be safe. Remember that with God, all things are possible. We thank you all for tuning in with us this morning on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, just having a conversation with a couple normal guys who love sports. We appreciate you all and may you all have a blessed weekend. Peace.